Today's question comes from Kyle in Utah. He writes, I know you recommend paying for things with cash or a debit card, but how do you feel about digital payment options like Apple Pay, Zelle, and Venmo? It's easy for me to just pay with my phone, but it almost feels like play money at this point. Should I stay with what's convenient but a little harder for me to track with digital payment, or what's more cumbersome and takes more time to deal with with pulling our cash and splitting everything up? Feels like I can't win either way. Ugh, the classic millennial problem, Dave. Stuck between a rock and a digital hard place here. (laughs) This is difficult. But this is true. I've been seeing these videos where people feel like when it's digital or it's on a gift card, there's so many ways they don't feel the pain at purchase. And so I love that he's asking this question because he's recognizing this. He's self-aware that this is a problem for him. But he's saying, you know, with digital payments, I do see that it's easier to spend. It's even more frictionless. I mean, Apple Pay's tagline is cashless made effortless. They know that they'll get you to spend more if you can just double tap on your phone and hold it near a reader. You don't even need to pull the card out anymore. So that's pretty wild. And I know we're seeing higher levels of buy now, pay later and all these debt issues. But when it comes to digital payments, here's my take. If you are doing a zero-based budget and you are aware of what you're spending and you've allocated all of that, it's okay if you do Apple Pay instead of pulling out your debit card. But what he's saying is he knows that he's spending more and he feels it less. Yeah. And, you know, the MIT study that's classic is that when you spend actual cash, like $100 bills, with like, you know, president's faces on it and stuff, right? When you lay that down on the table and the cashier picks it up and they hand you your item, that it activates the pain centers of your brain. Your brain says, oh, crap, I don't have that money anymore. When you use a digital transaction, even a debit card, your brain does not activate. It doesn't, it doesn't show that. The pain centers are not activated, meaning that you're not emotionally registering the fact that you're spending money. Consequently, uh, you spend more, the less friction there is. Now, all marketers know this. Every one of us that have a web store, anyone, of any sophistication anyway, we are constantly measuring anything that causes you any kind of problem. Anytime we make you click one more time, we lose a bunch of you. And you don't close the sale. You abandon the cart. And uh, we have to make it super easy. The easier we make it, the more of our stuff you buy. All of us that have a web store know that. And so the ultimate example, of course, is, as you said, I think the the newest ultimate example, before this, it was Amazon Prime, because you can just, you know, you just push a little yellow button that's very, even the color has been tested. We've tested different colors on submit, on on an order, and different colors cause you to buy more. Oh, if it's green button, if it's a red button, a yellow button. And with different products, it's not the same color even. Wow. Sometimes it's a different color with a different product, but that's how detail we get into your mind. How qu- easy are we making it on your emotions to where you just don't feel the knife as it goes in, right? <laughs> you know, that, that's, what mar- that's, what, that's how marketers are doing it, okay? This is what, how it really works in the digital world. So Amazon Prime, you don't, you, don't have to, you don't have to enter your card number. You don't have to enter any shipping information. You don't have to click here to use same billing information as my uh, shipping information. You don't have to disavow one of your children. You don't have to do anything. You just push a button and crap shows up on your porch. That's the ultimate in low friction until the Apple Store 
Mm. Now you walk in, grab something. Walk out. Walk out. It's almost like shoplifting. But the Apple phone knows you were there and registers your purchase. You don't even have to go. You don't have to stand in line at the register. There is no registering that anything occurred. There it is. In your brain. And so that's the ultimate in low friction. I mean, it feels illegal almost in terms of, I'm just walked in here, took something and walked out of the store. I expect something to go beeping and mall cup you cop tackled. to ride up on his unicycle and not tackle me. You're you know, just... I mean, I'm, I figure something, you know, it's just feel, doesn't it? I mean, oh, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? I did this at the Amazon store in Seattle. They have one. It's a grocery store, convenience store. Yeah. Where you just is it Amazon? Out. Does Apple have one too, or is it just Amazon? Apple now has one. Where I thought, you, I thought there's one of each. Yeah. You just walk out. Amazon has them, knows. and Apple has them both. It's amazing how that works. And so, yes, if this is a problem for you, you said it feels like play money. That's a red flag to me. That goes. We've got to figure out how to get a hold of this before we start moving to these more frictionless payment options. I'll give you a suggestion. We've done this during Financial Peace University for thirty years. When you first start your new life of controlling your money. Make it difficult. Only add the convenience after you've reset your habit patterns. Where you've, If you've lived on a budget for 9 or 10 or 20 months successfully, and then you want to add Apple Pay back. And I did this, for instance, when we, when we first started this a long time ago, you, they didn't have pay at the pump. Oh, you had to go inside. You had to go inside. Yeah. And, um, and, and pay inside. Now, they would turn it on. Because in those days they trusted you, you know. But they, you, you know. And here's what's interesting: the amount of uproar over gas prices went down after pay at the pump. Gas prices can go to five dollars a gallon. Oh, people don't no think anything about in. it because they just yeet, yeet, and stick the card in, pump the gas. Up, up. Well, that looked like a lot of money. Oh well, and drive off. But if you have to walk inside, like you're walking to the gallows. Right? It is You're, frightening when I get You know, you have it. to walk all the way inside. And if you were to put down $100 to fill up your car, and they gave you no change because the pump maxed out at 100 and quit, you would be ready to string up a politician, wouldn't you? I mean, the people would be out with pitchforks and because there's no, because there's, that's a lot of friction. The brain is going, hello, hello, hello. This crap just got expensive. Hello, hello, hello. Mm. And, and there's none of that. None of those alarms are going off in our nervous system at all when we do frictionless purchases. So start out and make it difficult. I'll give you an even more pandemic, a more uh, uh, primitive version of that. When you first start, break your food budget into two categories, restaurants and groceries. So you don't accidentally spend your grocery money at the restaurant. It will make you limit your restaurant purchases, and you'll start realizing that 80% of what you spend at a restaurant is entertainment. Only 20% is actual food. And you'll realize that when you separate them. When you put it all in one food budget, then you can rationalize your butt off and just go out to eat all the time and go, oh, my food budget, I don't have enough for groceries. must be Biden's fault. You know, no, it's your fault. But separating them gives you friction in that category and causes you to realize you're spending. So it's a very important discussion. We are in such a convenience culture, uh, and one thing that could help us get back on track with our finances is making it more inconvenient on purpose. At least until you get a new habit pattern. I use a debit card at the pump. I don't walk inside, but I don't need to worry about it. Sharon said last night, she goes, or at the lake, I was going to go fill her car up, and she goes, well, how much is gas over there? And I'm like, 
how much? I don't know. I love that Sharon's concerned. I don't know. You have enough money. It's okay. Are, she's saying, hey, go to this other station. It's 10 cents cheaper. She wants me, to, and I'm like, she goes, well, I go to Costco at home, and I'm going, and how long do you sit in line? She goes, well, I know what time of day to go to where there's no line. I'm Woman like, well, after my own heart. This is this is why you're Sharon freaking Ramsey, and I'm not. So she's a legend. Go. It's your legendary. That's how she keeps so, her But I mean, that's, uh, you know, I do not, I'm not concerned about gas prices anymore. That's not arrogant. I'm not out of touch with the public. I'm just not worried about it anymore. I lived like no one else now. I buy gas wherever the flip I want. I don't think anything about it, right? So I got the room, right? So there you go. And that's what you're after But at the end. But in the beginning, every coupon, every detail, everything, until we got our brains reset permanently in the common sense groove.